0: Yeah, I used to love to go to the horse track. That's a shame there, closing the one by us down. Yeah.
1: There's a horse track here?
0: (laughs) We were the last ones out of it. (laughs) I think. Because we had to pee. And they got mad at us, too. Oh, man. But you guys were wearing those... (laughs) The fascinators, which, by the way,
2: is the most disappointing thing because me being a single gentleman... The I, I took I think it was your wife's fascinator gentleman. I put on I might have had a few drinks, uh, dude. And, it was the last day of Arlington Race Rap. We had many drinks. Yeah, <laughs> but all the girls were talking to me because of my fascinator, and I'm like, yeah. damn it, that was a secret to success. I know. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was like, damn it, I'm married. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, emotions were high. Probably could, you probably could have done well that night. You yeah. put the fascinator on too late. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Story of Dan's life. Lots of upset women just waiting to be <laughs> fascinating. Gambling <Fascinating>. degenerate <laughs> Gambling
1: degenerate women going after Dan. <laughs> that <So>. too. <laughs> you know that doesn't sound like the worst date I've ever no, had. That's though. probably a good night. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Oh, I miss the racetrack. I miss Arlington.
0: Yeah. A podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. Alright, welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm Jake. I'm Dan. I'm Roberto and I'm already
1: drunk. I already started drinking this.
2: <laughs> You're always already drunk. Dude, yeah, I mean, that should be the cold
0: <laughs> open every day. <laughs> like, uh, hi, I'm already drunk. <laughs> if you haven't guessed already, we're talking about the Kentucky
2: Derby today. Derby weekend next Sunday. NFL draft this weekend. Derby next weekend. Yeah. What a great time to be a sports fan. And it's a great time for it to be freaking
1: 35 and raining outside. Because then yeah. there's nothing else to do. So. <laughs> Thank you, Chicago. <laughs> Thanks, Chicago. Oh, freaking summer. Whatever it is now. It's like May and it's 35 degrees
0: outside and raining.
1: <laughs> Jeez.
0: So, yeah. We got, uh, we're going to talk about the Derby a little bit. Talk about... Uh, the official drink of the derby the mint julep then we're going to try some uh Woodford Reserve uh Master's Collection what's this one called the this one is 2020 20- batch that's the 2020 batch proof
2: this is a 2020 yeah. yep uh, this one's uh a bit spicy
1: spicy and high high proof so so we'll get into that. It'll be an interesting one. It,
2: it's also the first time that we've emptied a bottle before we even start That's talking what I, about it. Yeah. That's why I'm saying that I'm a drunk on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway.
0: Yeah. So the reason we picked Woodford is because Woodford is a sponsor of the Kentucky Derby. But it's uh, Bowman. Uh, yeah. The parent company. Yeah. Yeah. But Woodford is what they use to make all the juleps yeah, it's at the official at the, bourbon. At the, uh, the race. Um, So, some quick history on the Derby. Uh, It's a horse race, obviously, held in Louisville, Kentucky, every May. It's usually the first Saturday. It's a grade one stakes race featuring three-year-old colts and geldings at a distance of one and a quarter miles, which is two kilometers. Or, if you're an old-timey person, ten furlongs. I prefer the furlongs. (laughs) I prefer kilometers. Um, (laughs) So apparently fillies which are female horses under 5 years are able to run i don't think they do very often hmm. there's been um, a cup
2: there's been like one or two fillies i think that have won
0: yeah but i i don't think it's super common um they there's uh there's i don't have them in front of me but there's weight um restrictions on the horses and the females can be slightly larger than the males but yeah i think the um the biology of female horses doesn't lend yeah. them to be super competitive against male horses. Interesting. Um sounds but... like you're saying gender things over
1: there, Jake. Are you discriminating <laughs> gender discrimination? I'm not a biologist. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a Philly? That's all I know. Like a the cheesesteak? Phillies. F
2: I L L I E S. Okay. Like yeah. the green 100%. like the green mascot for the Philadelphia oh, Phillies. The yeah. Yeah. So, Colts
0: are shooting. male horses under five years old, and Geldings are male horses under five years old that have been fixed. I just looked it up. There
2: are three Phillies that have won, and it was in 1988, 1980, and 1915. Oh. Nice. Very, very nice. Nice. As I say, I knew, I knew there's been a couple. I didn't know. I, I thought there was you two. You knew or double no, yeah. knew? I knew there was a couple. Oh, I you knew there were. Can we edit it back where I say I think there was a couple that have won There was here. a couple. That's a
1: really good point. <laughs> nice. Um,
0: so it's run exclusively on a dirt track. Uh, the purse is $3 million with the winner taking $1.86 million. Um, that's not including anything that the owner bets yeah you know
1: right 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 right
2: right. or the
0: sperm it's gonna sell afterwards (laughs) which is
1: (laughs) (laughs) um
0: so the kentucky derby is the only triple count crown race to have been run continuously since 1875 the other two races are preakness and belmont um the 2020 race for the Kentucky Derby was moved to September, but it was still completed that year, so it's still a continuous run. Why'd they move it that year? I don't know. There was some <laughs> Chinese virus <laughs> thing that was happening.
1: Wait, so they did complete a race in 2020? I yeah, forgot they did. About that. I they, know, mo- wow.
0: they moved it to September. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I forgot about and it's, that. And the Kentucky Derby was one of the few sporting events with natu- nat- international interest, that continued through the Great Depression and both World Wars. Hmm. And it's so it's than that. kind of interesting. Um, the first live broadcast was in 1925 and was aired on WHAS, which I think is a Kentucky station, and WGN Chicago.
2: Hey, there you go, Chicago. Something good.
0: Channel 9. And then 1952 was the first national broadcast. Nice. Um, some of the records speed record is secretariat in 1973 at one minute, 59.4 seconds. The margin, the greatest margin of victory is a four way tie, uh, at eight lengths. Hmm. So that means eight horse lengths in front of the second place horse, which is pretty impressive uh the most wins by an owner is actually Calumet Farm with 8
2: mm-hmm.
0: um which i believe is the, the distillery, distillery yeah. brand yeah. also yeah. which uh that's where it comes from if you want a good whiskey that's they have a Calumet on the label right yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: yeah
1: they have the exactly sam was talking to us about that i forgot i forget the
0: story but yeah sam knows the story he's listening <laughs> Uh, the longest shot winner was Donorail in 1913 at a whopping 91 to 1. So somebody became a millionaire that day. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> um, and there have been 13 Triple Crown winners in 148 runnings. That's it, 13. Yep. And there was one in what, like 2021 or something? 2021? uh American 19? Pharaoh, I think, was yeah. the last one in 2019. 19, yeah, yeah. It was recent, right? Yeah. Yep. All right, um, and then like we said earlier, the mint julep is the official drink of the Kentucky Derby. Um, they're so good. It's traditionally served in a silver cup, um, yeah. like a full metal cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the Derby, though, I think they give you glass, they right? The Derby glass. The, yeah. They
2: have the thousand dollar mint julep that does come in the silver cup. Yeah, is there really?
0: Yeah, that's the charity one. It's a thousand. Oh, dollars silver yeah. a cup. Um, so the ingredients are two ounces of bourbon. Four mint leaves, and depending on where you're getting the recipe, it's either a quarter or a half ounce of simple syrup, or you could do like about a half or one tablespoon of granulated sugar, um, and then crushed ice. Lots of crushed ice. Lots of crushed ice. Um, yeah, so I mean the, they fill it up to it that they're not. The yeah. Thing the <laughs> so the process is you put. Put the mint leaves in the bottom of the glass and you gently press them with a muddler. You do not want to shred them. Mm -mm. Then you add your sugar or syrup, add crushed ice to fill the glass, then add your bourbon in, stir well. Some of the ice will melt. Then you pack a mound of crushed ice on top with a sprig of mint for garnish, and Mm -hmm. that's your drink. Yeah, I c- so
2: you good. can see why they have that down there. Because on a really hot day, that is a Very
1: really refreshing, refreshing day. Oh, yeah. And it freaking gets humid in Kentucky, man. Yeah. May in Kentucky, that's not a... You know, you always hear, like, friends' stories that they go down to uh, to the Derby in May. And it's like, oh, yeah, you're just sweating the whole freaking day. Yeah.
0: Well, and everybody's in, like, jackets. Everybody's and, got oh, my jackets God. and dresses and, and the feather, the
1: fascinators. And yeah. Dan normally is down there with the fascinators. <laughs> I will be now. Now that I know that it works, get the ladies, get <laughs> like, the degenerate female
2: gamblers. It's a good night, though.
0: Um, I, so,
2: I mean, the pickup right. line is, "Hey, I know you lost big tonight, but you haven't met me yet." <laughs> <laughs> this,
1: you will really lose.
2: That's
1: a losing bet.
0: Oh my god, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Well, normally, the talent and you yeah, showed yeah. up today. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Dan showed up. Oh, man. I like it. Uh, so he was wearing a Woodford li- <laughs> hat. Nah, yeah, I wearing the, the Woodford hat for today.
2: I thought you guys were all going to follow Dude, I, a, I, I app, was but...
0: going to. I forgot. I, I mean, it's <laughs> like in the room next door, so I could go get it, but we're already, we're yeah, already am, in this. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the julep as a drink itself has a pretty interesting history. Originally, julep was a medical term for sweet tonics, often with little or no alcohol. Um, actually, it like, comes from a like um, a Spanish word that was derived from Arabic, okay, which means rose water. Really, okay. Wow. Um, so it's it has a long Very history as a as a like, like, like a medical yeah. thing. Okay. Well. Um, the earliest mention of a mint julep is in 1770, and there's prescription evidence of it in 1784. Hmm. Uh, 1793 were the first mentions of alcohol in it. Um, initially, it was rum, yeah, which lines up with, with mojito. I mean, it, yeah, it is very similar to a mojito. Yeah, um, right. But it's also there I, as far as I know, there was no whiskey production in 1793. It was just rum trade, so that's, yeah, that is what it is. Um, Senator Henry Clay introduced the drink to Washington, D.C. from Kentucky. Hmm. Um, in the 1820s, Jasper Crouch was recognized as, like, the first master of the mint julep, and he actually happened to be a free person of color, which is interesting. Hmm. I just Google the Spanish word. I've never heard that in my life before. It's. I think it's
1: like. uh <laughs> I mean, it says it's de- derived from Arabic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know knew the Arabic like, version, but I've never. I've never heard. Apparently, it's Spanish. Yeah. yeah. Not like Spanish Arabic. Yeah.
0: Spanish Spanish, yeah. not like right, like Spain Spanish. Not, yeah. Um. So yeah, in the 1830s, uh the crushed ice method was introduced in New York. Um. And then f- probably from there on, uh, gin based, uh, juleps were about as common as whiskey based juleps. Um, but slowly fell out of fashion in favor of bourbon and American whiskeys. Um, and I actually watched a video that said, um, there was, so originally juleps were made with cognac mm-hmm. or brandy. <clears throat> <clears throat> And there was some kind of disease in Europe that wiped out the grape crop, Black Death. No. Oh. Way after that. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> but they couldn't make cognac or brandy anymore, so people had to use gin or whiskey. Wow. And then they never went back to brandy and cognac because they're stupid. I like brandy. Brandy can be can be good. Was she an ex as well? Yeah. Brandy, you're a fine girl.
1: Both. <laughs> Brandy is a fine girl.
0: Uh, I got nothing. Uh, where am I?
1: <laughs> Dance the one that brought the joke tonight, not
0: me. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, then the silver cup is a staple. Um, and it's kind of derived from uh, the, like, southern aristocracy in the 1800s. Because um, the julep was a particular favorite of people in the south dang yeah so it's kind of like a fancy yeah really fancy thing it's a good story well i mean it's good history yeah
2: yeah i i don't drink a ton of mint juleps i do drink them in the summer and i started growing like i grow mint for mojitos and then i started also making a lot of mint juleps the last couple of years on hot days yeah um yeah dance cat, the mint
1: the marijuana right next to it and then the carrots it's a nice garden you have in your
2: house yeah 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 only one of them makes money, and it's the carrots, <laughs> and it's the mint, <laughs> and it's the mint. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I gotta say, the first time I had a mint julep was last year at uh, Churchill Downs. I had never had one before. I just never did, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe you made some I made at some, some point, ones, yeah. So maybe I did try it, uh, but it was nice. It's a cool experience. They make it in front of you if you find the right place. Uh, when we went down there, we had a box way at the end of the track uh so we weren't close to where the crowds are crowding everything like the you know the restaurants and the food uh windows and everything so there was a lady actually making the mint lips for you because you go to other place, they put ice and then they just put it from the from the jug yeah yeah, yeah. um but she was making it It was great and you know they they had the derby glasses for mm-hmm. the 2021 derby glasses um so that was really cool. That was a really cool experience see them, you know, make them at
0: Churchill Downs and drinking yeah. it there. Yeah. It was really nice. So, yeah, it. I think last year we went to your house yeah. to watch the Derby, mm-hmm. Dan, and uh, I made myself a mint julep and did it absolutely wrong. <laughs> um,
2: you can make a good old fashioned, but a really shitty mint
0: julep. Yeah. It was bad. It was really bad. So, this this year we're having it at my house. I'm going to make. Correct mint juleps, yeah. which I think I'll enjoy more. That'll be good. Um, but <laughs> in my in looking through, like I was trying to find the perfect mint julep recipe, or like what would like the traditional recipe be. So I found this one article that was like explaining stuff, and it was like, "Do not make it like this." And it had a link, so I clicked it, and it took me to this YouTube video of this girl at a Miami bar that looked like it was an oh, early two thousands video. And she's like, I'm going to teach you how to make a mint and julep. I'm like, okay. And she pulls out a, a big, like, mixing glass. And she's like, first, put in your mint. Drop some mint in. I'm like, okay. She's like, then your limes. And drops, <laughs> oh. like, six lime wedges in there. Oh, my God. And she's like, then your sugar. And, like, It's just, like, dumps, pouring down the sugar, yeah. Dumps. Simple damn. syrup in the in the glass. She's like, muddle it all together and just smashes everything <laughs> with the muddler. And she's like, now, now you're sour mixed. <laughs> I was damn. like, oh, God. That sounds freaking Then terrible, your bourbon. Man. Oh. That and then, terrible. don't forget your Sprite. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was, was so like, what is this? Sounds like a Wisconsin special. She was just messing with it. Yeah, yeah I was, was like, holy fashion. Some Miami old fashioned, yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, you're making some kind of mojito whiskey sour. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's not a. Yeah, no kidding, man. I was like, I, I don't know how to make a good mint julep, but that is not that, that is it. not how you make it. Yeah, <laughs> damn. I would throw up. I think. Yeah, that's. Yeah, it sounded absolutely awful. I think Jeez. that's how they made the
2: pink shot that Roberto took at Sam's. That's
1: probably, probably exactly how it was made. You, get, you got a
0: pink drink today too.
1: I did. This is uh, lemonade with um, with sparkling water. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: I was just gonna let him have it. Yeah. Uh, I will. We'll talk about that after the <laughs>
2: podcast. Uh, but anyway, so what are we drinking today? We are drinking and finishing off your bottle of Woodford Master's Collection Barrel Proof or Batch. like What do they call it? Batch Strength? Uh, batch Proof. Batch yeah. Proof, yeah. yeah. And we, we did uh, what Jake's Top 5 Findable. We talked a decent amount about Woodford. Yeah. As he had the Woodford Double Oaked in his type, Top 5. So I'm not going to spend too much time on the distillery today. Instead, we'll talk a little bit about the Master's Collection and kind of what it is. They, um, the I mean, we talked about it. The mid 90s is when Woodford opened, it's not yeah. a very old distillery, yeah. And then in 2005, every year they were started to release a what they called a master's collection. And what the master's collection was is like the batch proof we'll talk about, or yeah. what you have right here, is a little bit different. Of the, the is a kind of an offshoot of the master's collection. The master's collection was. They were going to do something that didn't have their normal yeah. either mash bill with it or hmm. finishing methods. So every year they started to release it, and they actually kept, when they did release the Master's Collection, they kept the proof mm-hmm. fairly close to what Woodford is. And a matter of fact, like the last five or six Which is released, like 90.5 90. 90. Yep. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So the earlier ones were like 94, then it was 92, and like the last five or six uh, releases have all been right around 90.4, which is what Woodford reserve is so the first one they ever released was a four grain woodford reserve is a three grain uh whiskey it's it's uh barley uh corn barley and and rye the fourth grain they did on the first year they added wheat into it mm, which I bet that's good I, I like that i know we're all weeded fans oh um, yeah so the for that was the first one they released and they just released that one batch and then every year they've released a different different one so every mm-hmm. every year the master's collection is a different collection and some years instead of releasing just one they released two but you bought the kit of both of them so instead of two 750 bottles they sold you two 375 yeah. bottles yeah oh okay so it went from four grain to Sonoma couture Chardonnay finish and the third one they released was a 1838 sweet mash and we talked on the last episode about what sweet mash is yep
0: Go check out the Hard Truth episode if you want to learn about Sweet Mash. Oh, that was so well, great, too.
2: Good plug.
0: <clears throat> uh, See, episode 14. 16.
2: Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> Dang it, I can't keep trying. <laughs> uh, after that, it was a seasoned oak finish. Then they had a maple wood finish. And the only maple wood I think I've ever had was the Jack 27, which is finished in maple. And that's, I think, the only maple yes. wood
0: finish that I've ever had. Which was fantastic. Then after
2: that, the sixth release of it was their first where they did a duel, and it was they called it Rare Rye, and they had a New Cask Rye and an Aged Cask Rye. So you had a half, half a bottle of each of these uh, in a New cast or an Aged cast. Then they had a Four Wood, separate from the Four Grain. Then the year after that, they did another double release of a Double Malt, with one of them being a Straight Malt and the other being a Classic Malt. Then they went back to the Sonoma finish, and then they did an 1838-style White Corn, Nice. Then they did a brandy. Then they started doing a lot of different cask finishes. It seems like for a little bit they had a brandy cask finish, a cherry wood smoked barley finish, which sounds ooh decent. Yeah. Then they had an oat grain year, a select American oak, a chocolate malted rye, a very fine rare bourbon, and the 2021 release was a five malt stouted mash. That sounds (laughs) great. Yeah. So that's the 17 they've released since 2005. Were those all? Age the same amount of time. They don't put a Woodford. don't put, put an anything. Age statement okay. On
0: um, yeah, they don't. I would imagine that they're probably starting with just the base Woodford, unless it's a, a right. mash right. bill change. Right. I'm I guessing though no, that I didn't do a didn't do a deep dive into all these. Um, because I mean, they only if they're releasing every year. Right. I would think that they're not planning three or four years ahead. Yeah, they're they're probably like maybe the year before, like, okay, what do we want to do? What do we do with this one? Yeah. Uh, Unless, obviously, unless it's a mash bill change thing. Then they probably need to do a couple. Yeah. And then in 2018, they also started
2: on, instead of releasing all those different varieties of each year, they also started releasing in conjunction a master collection uh, batch proof. So they released one in 2018, one in 2019, one in 2020, which is the one we're drinking, which is... What was the proof on that 123? 123.6. 123.6. The first two were 121. Yeah. And then the 2021 release is <laughs> 128. 128. Now. now, these are just normal Woodford barrels. Uh, right. They just This is just before they proof them down to 90.4 for Not, their normal Nothing Woodford. special. Nothing special. This is just... Woodford Reserve before it's proofed down to the yeah. to the. Normal. So this is just yep. Woodford full Woodford, proof. Woodford that's full proof, right? Exactly. Yeah. that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Some of the quick information on it. Again, Woodford doesn't put age statements on it.
0: Real quick, is, are these, is this a single barrel? Uh, I
1: don't think. Say, I don't think it is. It
2: does not say. It just says batch proof. It doesn't say single. Yeah, they not state. So I'm right.
0: They don't state if it's
2: single barrel or not. Yeah. I'm I'm guessing usually if it's a single barrel they'll have that pretty prominently
0: displayed. Yeah, I mean because oh. like if you're gonna get a consistent, yeah, uh, I, mean, I don't know. Well, because maybe they bro, just dump. How big is a batch? I don't yeah, know. maybe they dump a few barrels and whatever right. the proof is. He's they like, here you go. All right.
2: Well, what what it probably is is I'm guessing they probably just
0: make their batches of Woodford, and
2: before they proof it down, they take a they just take a whole bunch of that that they've mixed and yeah. But you, yeah. you'll have variation in yeah. alcohol content barrel right. to barrel. Yeah, yeah that's why, like you
1: were saying, maybe they just. They blend must just them. mix them they, and then yeah. be like, okay, this one's. It's like this one turned out to 123.6. Right. Yep.
0: Yeah,
2: so there is no age statement with this. It is 123.6. The mash bill is the exact same as normal Woodford, which is 72% corn, 18% rye, and 10% malted barley. So it's a high rye. To high, yeah, it's start. I think they usually want to say high 20% as is high as what I think they start to call okay. high-rye, but it's, yeah, it's 18 seems to be pretty normal, yeah-ish. Um, retail on it is 129, but you're not, I mean, they're, they're not big releases, they're hard to find. Uh, online, they're going anywhere between 500 and 700 bucks. Yeah, that's just where'd a you find this friend? one at Woodford? I, oh, yeah,
1: I bought it at Woodford.
2: Um, but that's that's kind of the main run of this now. The Woodford. Uh, Masters Collection bottles are completely different than the normal. Yeah, bottles. well, and they have
1: two different bottles. I think, like they have a they, they square have a, looking one. Yeah,
2: they have a couple different ones. they yeah. have, they've over the years they've had different bottles yeah. for their, for their uh, Masters Collection.
0: This one almost looks like a Weller. It's like a pot still? It's like a shorter Weller. That's a good point. Yeah,
1: like if you chop the bottom half of a Weller, yeah, mm-hmm. it looks like a pot still. A little. It's so a taller yeah. stem. It, yeah that's what I'm, you know i'm thinking i they probably try to replicate a a pot still yeah. or maybe like the willet one um the pot stills at Woodford are just so freaking beautiful they have four uh they take you to the you know through the tour they take you to see them uh but do yeah. they use those ones yeah those that's, are still that's on in their use.
2: logo they have three of them on the logo right the logo is three parts so stills. three or four maybe
1: yeah. yeah i forget i have a picture yeah. in
0: front of them uh, but yeah, they're—I mean—they're I mean, they're functioning pot still, still okay. copper. I didn't know if they did the continuous or not.
1: I think they do continuous in at Woodford. I don't know. I actually haven't looked. Um,
0: I'm not sure. Pro- I think they they do. probably have to for the I mean, regular for the production that they're yeah. cranking out because you can, Everybody be... and their grandma carries Woodford, yeah, that's, so that's
1: got to be 24 seven. I think it is probably a 24 seven operation. Yeah. Um, so this bottle is the, you know, again, this is the, the 2020 and it does look like a, like a, like you said, like a weller that's uh, chopped out in the middle. <laughs> and I got it at Woodford Reserve. I, you know, we finished the tour. We went to the gift shop and I asked the, the cashier lady, I go, point me to a bottle that I can't find anywhere else. Uh, Cause I want to go back home with, with a bottle that's special. And she pointed. This was like you gotta get Master's Collection. This is a brand new release. This is a is a 2020.
0: Was it <clears> just like a couple days before that they put them
1: out, or? I don't know. That's a good. That's a good point. Because I mean, this question. is
0: this isn't like the the special variant Master's Collection. It's just like a a batch one. So it's maybe these are the a batch. little bit easier to find. But
1: so I, the... yeah, and so Liquor Barn here in Chicago. I think it was a Liquor Barn. Yeah. About a month ago, they had like five, and, oh. and they they went really quick, of course. Uh, but I remember because I, I went to their website just to browse, and they're like we have five Woodford Reserve. When I went to get one, they were they were gone. Uh, uh, so this one I brought from the from the gift shop there, and it's 130. I bought it retail at Woodford. Yeah. But like Dan said, you you look for that thing online it's like five or six hundred dollars, yeah. which is
2: kind of ridiculous. It it says the entirety of the of the Masters Collection is pot stilled Okay. Yeah. But I it again. I'm not sure if this is if that's the Masters Collection side that is the different batch every year or if it is. I'm guessing that this with just being a batch proof might not be pot distilled. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, and yeah. They, it could be too. They could be doing it since since they don't release a ton of this. They could be doing this in a pot still. Yeah. yeah. We'll hey, have to grill them able, while we're down there. I was going to say if we're able to get into Woodfair, which we get, you know we're planning a trip, and we're actually looking at doing the Masters Tour, which is doing the Masters tasting Masters
1: and Baccarat. we'll have to ask, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, this you know this bottle I I've been taking it really easy because it's it's hard to find. It really yeah. is hard to find, and um, you know again this is what two years now that I've had it, and we're just now finishing it today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. I, I it's one of my favorite high, high proof bourbons cause it is so enjoyable mm-hmm. uh to drink. You know, when you look at it it's like a brandy almost. It's like a uh mesquite infused brandy or something. I mean the color is like really caramelly. Yeah, it's really nice and dark. It's nice and dark, like me.
0: It's kinda like uh
2: a... <laughs> There's a joke for Roberto. Got one in.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's I almost like it. a double oak. It is almost color. Like a of, uh, yeah, it's not quite. a little bit lighter, but yeah,
1: yeah, it is a little. Lighter, I mean, for got...
0: for a, it's dark for a bourbon right. in general.
1: So I don't know where the like the cherry wood color comes from because it's it's beautiful. It's like a cherry wood, kind of. Yeah, yeah, color, and you know, again, this is high proof. It's one twenty three point six, which it hits noticeably, you. yeah, you mm-hmm. you notice it. Uh, this is. Not one. It's hundred and thirty dollars if you buy it retail. So I don't know if it's something I'll dilute with water, or put a you know wa- drops of water. But maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that works for
0: somebody. I maybe. brought some up here just in case. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe you drop a couple of uh, drops of water in there. Um, I always drink it neat. Uh, this one, you know, again, I want to enjoy it. So I don't, I don't want to put an ice cube in it. Uh, but it's, uh, it smells really good. It smells like it's nutty. It's like a nutty smell with cinnamon caramel oak and vanilla uh it's potent i don't recommend doing a, a whole uh, i mean you <laughs> don't put your nose in there sniff it like you yeah, just got it yeah <laughs> I, I did it earlier too and i started coughing a little because i was like oh shit because again the high proof is 123 i mean so this is almost 70 percent. i mean 60. you guys are weak <laughs> yeah
2: it's like a big old nose here in there
1: yeah, it hits me, that's for sure.
2: I mean you can smell it, but it's yeah. not
1: um So the taste, you know again, it's it's high proof. You'll notice the the high proof in the
0: taste as well, not only in
1: the on the nose. It's
0: not horribly distracting from the flavor though, which is nice. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. It's, it's really manageable. Complex.
1: It's very complex, uh complex and nice flavor to this. Um it is manageable. I mean, I this is small sips, uh, type of bourbon.
0: It's not a you know a big swig or anything because it'll hit you. Mm-hmm. Or so, so, you can cheat. Yeah, take take a swig and swish it around your mouth. So yeah, you yeah, can't feel anything anymore. That's a really good
1: point. <laughs> a lot of people say they should do that on the first one anyway with any bourbon.
0: Well, that's the that's the um like Kentucky Chew method. Yeah, where you you take a larger yeah. sip on like not your first sip but like your second and you kind of um like go like and it moves oh, yeah. it around it your mouth it, enough yeah. that it it yeah. uh you know numbs your mouth enough that yeah you can it's more manageable to drink is agreed as you go on yeah that's a good point um yeah but like I, like I it's only helpful in something like this that's super high proof right like it's, it's a little high proof yeah um you know the the taste i like the taste again mm-hmm. it's
1: complex it's nutty in in the wood yeah uh, the oak uh, really shines through really nice um you know again the first couple of ones are going
0: to be a little rough and but yeah then you start getting used to it your it's, mouth gets yeah you it's to like it. my the first one was bad mm-hmm. <laughs> not what i mean it's not terrible no i know what you mean it's just you know you're not if you're not ready for it it's yeah it's a pretty right. big kick uh, but great. by the second one, it's second, third. You're perfectly good. fine. Yeah.
1: You know, And I when I went down to uh uh to the bullet <laughs> tasting room, which is amazing. i we've talked about that. You know, if if anybody's close to it, you got to go. Uh, and they tell you that they tell you the first the first sip's just going to be terrible.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your mouth, always, your
1: mouth is not used to it. No matter what right. proof it Regardless is or of yeah. the bourbon, your mouth is not used to it, and you're going to put alcohol in it, and your mouth's going to react accordingly. Yeah. And uh, the Woodford Tasting Room, by the way, is also beautiful. Uh, I think Bullet did a better job just because they do the ambience, the sounds and the smells and everything. Woodford, she was like, here's seven, drink them, <laughs> which is great. Uh, but they're really good, really knowledgeable, of course. You know, they, they talk about the, not only their bourbon, but just, like just bourbon in regular. Uh, and the guy at Woodford said exactly the same thing. He's like, you take one sip, you're going to hate it. Your mouth's not used to it, so it's going to react. It's gonna create a lot of freaking saliva, like it yeah. normally happens, uh, and you're not gonna like it. Because, like, the second or third, then you start really enjoying the bourbon. That's the case with this one. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I like it a lot. I'm a, I've i been looking at my collection, and it is slowly morphing into mostly barrel proof, batch proof, mm-hmm. uncut. Yeah. It's like we've always talked about, I've, I've always enjoyed the higher proofs. I'm 110 is one 100 to 110 is normally where the majority of my collection is starting to fall. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't uh, bothering me too much at all with the alcohol, but I've been drinking a lot of Stag Junior this week, which is sixty oh, five point five five percent. That's the same, <laughs> yeah. Man, so I, I'm kind of used to the burn at this point. I, I, it's got a lot of flavor on the front, yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, and and it's it's really enjoyable. Now, yes, the finish does have a pretty good linger to it. it yeah. sticks yeah, out and and yeah. but. Uh, I, I it's got a lot of really good flavor. If you like higher proof bourbons, this is a really good bourbon. It's yeah. completely agree. I, I mean, I've had hundreds and hundreds and tens that that seem way more. T- you taste way more alcohol and then oh yeah, this and this is a that's 1. the balance that I really like in this one. You know, it's a
1: high proof, so you know you're drinking a higher proof bourbon, but it's really enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, I you sit there and sip on it, watching Netflix. Of mm-hmm. course, you got to watch Netflix with bourbon. <laughs> Uh Hulu sometimes, you know, but Hula was more like the the hard truth um I don't know what the difference <laughs> is. I'm just pulling shit out of my, ass. so anyway uh you it's hundred and thirty it's 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 not a an entry level bottle by any means, both because of the price point you and you can't the high find proof. It. <laughs> <laughs> you can't find it, but I would say um i mean i I do not regret one second buying this bottle uh i I really enjoyed it, and again, we just finished it. Uh, so if, if you happen to find one, I would just say pull the trigger. This yeah. is one of
0: those that you won't regret the price point again, at, retail, if you find at it retail. retail, yeah, it, And like, I don't think you should feel bad cutting this a little bit with a mm-hmm. little with a little bit of water or an ice cube. I don't think it's to make it's it more sin, manageable. Right? Yeah, it's yeah, not, not going to be blasphemous. It's right. Um, I mean, this is a in my opinion this really is just like your typical bottle of woodford yep. but like double or triple the concentration of flavors that's exactly right mm-hmm. like the it's flavor super concentrated yeah it's very very bold um but it's it's got that very nice um smooth flavor yeah. profile that that woodford is known which for which is it's the sign of a good bourbon because obviously there's a lot of
1: high proof bourbons out there that just you just don't like mm-hmm. you know you taste it you can taste the proof of course but it's just it don't leave a, a nice fire water it's just if fire you know, water right yeah. exactly. well the
0: the stag for me is like i stag junior but uh, even regular stag too oh wow it just it's uh it's a little too too much bite for me Stag junior is definitely bitey
2: yeah, you know? it's it's been that type of week where it's been perfectly fine for me. I enjoy it a lot.
0: Well, and, well, to be fair though, the one time I did have George T. Stagg yeah, was right after I had Pappy Twelve. So <laughs> I don't know if it's so necessarily probably, the best way to probably corrupted it, it. Yeah, and
2: like so, let's talk about some of the higher cost bottles. So we talk about Stag Senior, we, take, we talk about Stag Junior, which isn't like it's a crazy high cost bottle. Um, Not at retail. Pappy's, things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, there's certain bottles that are worth spending way more than what retail is. And we've talked about like the Blue Run, we talked about uh we talked about Hard Truth with their price. This is one thirty. If I saw this for two hundred, I'd pick it up for my collection. Yeah, but not, yeah. not over. That. I I wouldn't pay more than that on it. But but <laughs> nah. I mean that's still seventy dollars. I mean that's almost double the price yeah. of, of of what uh re- uh MSRP is. Yeah. Um
1: well, I would no say prob- 200
2: is very doable for yeah. this. I And if you're, we talked about it's not a beginner bottle. If you have a decent collection, we all have a high proof, like one or two high proofs yeah. that are very high proof. Yeah. I think it's important if you're trying to have a nice rounded collection to have something up there. Agreed. Yeah. I agree. And I mean, this is, it, it's got to be a good high proof. I mean, we've had the Elijah Barrel proof and yours is like 136 <laughs> or something, which is have seen there. But it's, it's running not. alcohol, man. It tastes fantastic. It tastes it's fantastic. Great. It has it's good so flavor. Great. This yeah. is at one twenty three, which isn't as high, but it still has really good flavor. But what I like about the barrel proofs, I mean, even like the barrel bourbons, the, the Bardstown, some of yeah. the ones that are doing a lot of the blendings. Yeah. And and not doing their own distillation. I like that they're saying, Hey, this is this is straight out of the barrel. This is the way we designed it to taste. Right. right. Exactly. And this is the way Woodford had originally designed
0: it to yeah, taste with right. the barrel proof. Yeah. I mean that's I think that's um Important to note is if you're going to look for a higher proof bourbon, I wouldn't go just for proof. Try and find something that you know is going to be good because there are things out there that are like, hey, we're 160 proof. Yeah. Like, come at me. And yeah. it's yeah. like, well, it tastes like garbage yep. because you're, you're just trying to make the highest proof That's whiskey great. possible. You it's know? like the
2: hot sauce and the chilies. Yeah, like hey, this this Carolina Reaper is gonna melt your face off. Yeah, you should you, try it. And It's like no, I don't. You just no. don't enjoy it. I don't want to. You just, <laughs> yeah, it's exact, that's exactly. I don't reference.
0: want to be in the bathroom for the next month. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: that's a good reference actually. Because you're right. I mean, there's there's spicy hot sauces and sauces that you just really enjoy mm-hmm. and there's some others just taste like freaking pepper yeah you
0: know? where like oh where the goal is to just right. make you yeah, be exactly. in pain <laughs> which that's a,
1: that's why i really enjoy an craig barrel proof 136 because it's high as hell the, you can taste it but i mean the alcohol hits you the craft the is great yeah and that, that's that's uh you know this one um that we're drinking now it's exactly the same
0: thing yeah i mean like the so good the Elijah Barrel Proof and and this the the Woodford uh, Batch Proof, um, are like you can tell that they picked a barrel, taste it, and they're like, "That's good." Oh, it's a yeah. hundred something proof. Right. Well, you know it's good, so <laughs>
2: yeah, right. So, so screw you. Let's not <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's yeah. not
0: mess with something you know right. that's working.
2: But I, I think about this though too. Is I don't know why this just came to me. Is this is Woodford Reserve that we always drink, but just not uh cut down like right. it normally is. Right. So I mean this is I mean this is just a bottle of Woodford Reserve, but it is straight from the barrel and it is over twenty points higher or twenty proof higher yeah. than yeah. what you normally
1: uh, Reserve. drink. Yeah. With yeah.
2: Woodford Reserve.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and you know, I mean
2: distilleries
1: like Woodford can you know that they're going to make a quality product regardless mm-hmm. of what it is. You know, the master distiller is not going to put his name on, on shit. Right? Yeah. So even if, if they say, you know what, we're <laughs> going to try this batch proof at a higher proof, they're going to do a good job with it. Not like some distilleries that, you know, they're blending or, uh, or even starting to distill their own and it's just like, well, we got to have a high proof out there somewhere. Yeah. And then they make something
2: that's just pure crap. That- yeah. The and and I think we're seeing that too is like like the ones that are doing the blending at at barrel proof like like barrel yeah or yeah Burrell <laughs> <laughs> um, uh like they're keeping it it's it's around that one ten mark and some of their bourbons I like and some of them I don't but it's not because of the proof it's just because of the, yeah, the finishing the or finish, the things yeah. they do with it. Um, it doesn't, they're, they're not yeah. doing it and making it taste, Hey, this is, this is hot. You should try it. But it's, yeah, it's not super
0: hot. It's usually less than what we're drinking right now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But I mean, the, the goal is that they're trying to craft something unique. Um, yep. which is the same for this, mm-hmm. you know, they're That's exactly what they're doing. Um, yeah. and like, you know, probably to meet market demand. Yeah. This is probably a blend of like two or three barrels. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I'm sure that they're not cutting it to try and get some kind of special proof. Right. You know, I mean this could have been like 1 150 proof barrel and then two and then 110 one proof yeah. barrels that ended up at 120 yeah. something, you know or whatever its Probably the case may did. be. Yeah. But it's you know it's about um trying to get the best possible Product to the consumer, right? Which is like that's what you should be looking for when you're looking for a a high proof bourbon, not just we're going to try and make the highest proof thing we possibly can. Agreed. Well, I'm really enjoying this. Yeah, I'm glad you brought this
2: in. I'm very good. We we said we were going to do something for the Derby, and we're like, well, we just kind of did Woodford, and Roberto goes, well, I got the Masters, and we're like, yeah, why don't you bring that in?
1: I mean, it was a perfect amount. I think uh, that yeah. was
2: left, and then. Well, I mean, a perfect amount for the show. There's going to be well more drank after this. Well, no, no, no.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. That's exactly <laughs> what I mean. Uh, it really was the perfect amount for the show
2: for tasting it, and then Dan
1: uh, makes tremendous bottle. I mean, don't don't over exaggerate. They are very
2: very amateur made bottle lamps. They but They're really good. Though. They, they look, look good. pretty. Yeah.
1: So he makes really nice lamps
2: out of uh, bourbon. This will be bottles. a very nice one. And he's taking this one home. I'm trying to figure out what to fill it with, because what I normally fill with, you're not going to be able to see the letters that well. So I'm going uh, to
0: I think here. the one that you used point. on uh,
2: my Willet Pot still would work.
0: Yeah, the, the black would
2: work, but then you also run in the black label up top. Yeah, but I think that's a nice. Yeah, it might work. Yeah. yeah, I love the the topper, the cork. Mm-hmm. It's, so yeah, it's a nice,
1: beautiful. It's just nice, uh, wood and cork. Yeah, dark, dark, dark hardwood knob, the and then the it's from the ocean. It's cork. It's well, the the wood's
0: from the not from the ocean. The cork
1: is. from Well, the I ocean. think Dan was saying the wood sometimes comes from the ocean too. I think. Dude, did hydrate, you ever see that wood? show on
2: History where they were like they get paid like thousands of dollars for getting those petrified logs? That just oh, the ones water. from the bottom. oh yeah yeah. 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 Screw yeah. you, boys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh,
1: it is a really pretty bottle. I've always enjoyed this bottle. I'm really excited to see it back on the shelf as a
2: as a lamp. Uh, I think that's gonna be really cool. Yeah, I still gotta drill a hole in it. Which, if you know anything about drilling through glass, it's not the easiest. Yeah. I don't drill glass now.
0: I, I I like lamp.
2: Yeah, I like love lamp. <laughs> I love lamp. Good. <clears throat> well, so we have. Well, I mean, we're shooting this uh, week right before the derby, or a or week before the derby. Yeah. So we want to make sure this is out in time for the derby. We have the derby next week. We're probably gonna be a little more broke after the derby. I'm just <laughs> guessing I'm not gonna win.
1: <laughs> I think I won last
2: year. Uh the pool. We'll see this year. Yeah we... I think I did okay last year. I don't think I I'm not sure if I even bet last year. I'll throw some hey, money in Yeah we all year. put money in there.
1: Did we? Yeah we all did.
2: Yeah. We I did remember you Venmo something, something. yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
0: All right. Well next
2: week what uh what are we doing for for bourbon next week?
0: Uh okay. so next week I'm excited uh we're gonna do the uh, castle and key small batch uh, which i believe is batch number 2 um which is like the first one that's available on the market i think batch number 1 was only available at the distillery mm-hmm. <clears throat> so this is this bottle has been getting a lot and i can't underemphasize
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> or i can't overemphasize how much hype this bottle has gotten online mm-hmm. um Like every bourbon account on Instagram and Facebook has been featuring it. So we're excited to try it. I think you'll be good. Um, They're actually based out of the old Taylor Distillery, um, which I'm sure Dan will fill us in on during that episode. But yeah, very guest speaker. Very cool. Yeah, Layla just came Layla, in. Layla, Layla's here as a guest. Slapped here. the door open and walked right in. <laughs> she really
1: did. Like, did she do the handle too? Yeah. Wow, good for her, man.
0: So All yeah, right. next week Castle and Key. Um good luck on your bets at the Derby. Good luck and then yeah, uh we should talk You should about- tell us
1: how much you win on our socials. On the yeah. socials, I'm going to put my winnings on the socials. Uh, Instagram is great for following us because we put a lot of bottles. We put a lot of uh, reels and <laughs> other things that we have out there. Um, so follow us. Instagram is bourbonmatters, at bourbonmatters. Uh, Facebook is the same thing. as the handle uh, bourbonmatters. Yep. And then we're on a website, too. Website, it gets curated every now and then, yep. uh, bourbonmatterspodcast.com. And uh, and then you can. Oh, I think Jake's going to talk about where to uh, listen to our podcast, which I think is everywhere.
0: Yeah, um, all the places that matter: <laughs> exactly. uh, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, CNN Plus. Not anymore. More. We're not on no. on CNN Plus. No, for another couple of weeks. Uh, no, they shut it, it yesterday. Right yeah, oh, I thought
2: it was May first. They're shutting it.
0: <laughs> they they I, yeah, shut it two I days early because they couldn't stretch.
1: It sucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could have told I could have told you that. Who's going to pay for that? I could have told you that from
2: the moment somebody brought the idea. That's the only, time. yeah. Anyway. All uh, right. Well, if you're listening to the podcast, you enjoy it, give us a like, give us a comment, give us yeah. a share. If you don't, give us a like, give us a comment, give us a share. I don't care. Hey, screw you, but just still do it. <laughs>
1: hey, hate, you know, hate speech on our metrics.
0: It's still the metrics. It doesn't matter. I don't That's care right. if it's good yeah. or bad. That's right. DM us if you want to see a certain bottle reviewed. Yeah. Um... Yes. Or if you just have general comments of appreciation. Layla, what bottle was that that you wanted? Oh, yeah. that, there one. You okay. go. <laughs> that one,
1: that one. She, that's a good sneeze. She wants Penelope or something. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Layla's an alcoholic. Yeah. She, she's, she's ready to go to a her meeting here in a second. How many steps did you take? 12? <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right oh, all right man. well let's finish off this uh, 123 proof and see what else we can dig into tonight nice. all right cheers <laughs>